Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me Dustin Peterson, and he is the founder and president of Hellfire Entertainment Media Group and also is the persona of Scoops the Clown, and he's my 250th interview I'm doing. Hey, Dustin, how you doing? Doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so glad to have you on. I know we originally had a schedule for last week, but uh, some personal stuff came up and uh, we had to reschedule tonight. So I'm glad you're able to make it tonight. <laughs> Absolutely, man. No, no problem at all. Absolutely. So the first question I have for you is for those that are unaware, what is Hellfire Entertainment Media Group about? So Hellfire Entertainment actually started about almost three years ago. Um, me and, and my ex were working for another radio station at the time. And we had went out to a huge festival out in uh, Virginia that we were kind of hosting and, and performing and entertaining at called Metal in the Mountains. Yeah. And, uh, we were sitting there and I'll never forget it. One of the members of Moto Grader, Zero, who's one of their percussionists came up and kind of wrapped his arm around me. He said, you know, he goes, you really don't need to be at a radio station. You need to just create your own. And I kind of kind of thought about it. I was like, damn, could we? Could we really do that? <laughs> well, the next uh, show we had, we had to drive cross country all the way to Utah. And so we talked about it all the way to Utah. Nice. And we we're like, Let, let's do this. So it actually started out as just a radio station. It just had, you know, music, and we covered multi-genres of music. There was heavy metal, hard rock, rap, hip-hop, dance, EDM. It was all on the same station. And then we we're like, well, let's add podcasts. So we started adding podcasts. Mm -hmm. And then that's about the time that we fell into doing movies and, nice. and doing film. And as we did, it just kind of started progressing and turning into a whole different monster. Mm -hmm. now where it's setting it is in the process of being rebranded but we are going forward with pretty much doing nothing but film web series and podcasts and that's it we've got out of the radio and now it's pretty much all about film and like indie film right nice nice so what do you believe is the most challenging part of being in the entertainment industry Oh, shit. <laughs> um, you, you know, it's it's all challenging. There's so many moving parts, rather, because I, I've been on both ends of the spectrum. I've been in music and I've been in film mm -hmm. and, and both have their different challenges. But getting your foot into the door is really the most challenging part because it, it's it's not easy and it's not for the faint of heart. It, you're going to put in a shit ton of time. You're going to put in a whole lot of money into yourself. If you're not willing to spend money, you're not going to make money. Exactly. Bot bottom line. I mean, that that's just how it is. If you're not willing to put into ads, pushing yourself, getting yourself out there, sending hundreds of emails every day, because you're going to get thousands of no's before you get a yes. Yep. And you cannot give up. So getting that initial yes and getting your foot just barely a tiptoe through the door is the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Now, once you get in there, it gets easier, but it takes time. 
It does. Slasher Scotty took about six years just to get where I am now. And I'm finally <laughs> making money now. <laughs> it, it takes it takes a whole lot of time and effort mm-hmm. and and money and a mm-hmm. gigantic drive and free time. You might as well kiss that goodbye. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I this month I had 21 interviews. Next month I'm limiting them down to three interviews each because I have to start memorizing my lines for a movie that I'm filming in April and May. And then I'm filming another movie in June and July. And then on top of these interviews, I work full time. <laughs> so right, right. I have no time outside of work. Yeah, there's time is not a, a, an essence anymore. Like you don't have time to yourself. <laughs> your okay. your time to yourself is going to the bathroom and taking a shower. That's yeah. your time to yourself. And sometimes you have to force yourself to shower because you don't have enough time. You're like, do I have time to even take a ten minute shower at this point? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's times that I'm just like I am too tired to cook. I'm too tired to clean it up afterwards. I'm just, you know, fuck it. I'm just ordering out. Right. I mean, our our first day, my first day, the first film I ever did, which was Clown Motel 2, mm-hmm. uh, we got on the set. We were actually a day early. We thought, okay, we'll get there a day early. We'll get to meet everybody, just kind of get, you know, into the situation and, and kind of learn a set because we had never been on one before. And we pull up about, that was about three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And the producer is literally running to our car. And he was like, I need you guys to make up at two hours. We're like, we're not even supposed to film till tomorrow, bro. And he was like, well, not now you're filming right now. Wow. Well, we got into makeup. We actually didn't even start filming our scene until 11 o'clock at night. We didn't finish filming those scenes till 7 a.m. in the morning the next morning. We got about an hour and a half of sleep and we were back up filming again at like 9 a.m. Yeah. So like time and especially in indie films, I feel like indie films are a lot harder because indie films, you have a very limited amount of money. Yeah. And so you need to get that film done as quickly as possible. You don't have all this millions and billions of dollars that all these big name companies Yep. Give you know you're not Marvel, you're not DC. You don't have billions of dollars to play with and and yep. to take your time. Yep. No, you've got a very limited budget, mm-hmm. and you have to get these people in, get the film done, and, and try to get it done the best as you can in a very short amount of time. Yep. And when you have reshoots, if you have like you know, say a Lisa Wilcox or something, you know, like an actual actor that's with SAG, and you have reshoots, it's like. Do I have the money to even bring them, first of all, for another day of reshoots? And second of all, are they able to even get make it on their schedule? Because once they finish our movies, they move on to the next project. Because that's right. their- We ended up with Cloud Motel had to do reshoots. I was on vacation when we got the call. We had to drive all the way from the East Coast to Nebraska, where we were living, get our stuff, and then drive all the way to Lancaster, California, to make it for reshoots so we literally had to drive from coast to coast to get there for a one-day shoot for reshoots for the movie because the whole first 15 minutes of the film got fucked up because one of the actresses just could not do it and so he had to rewrite the entire first 15 minutes of the movie 
So we had to shoot and reshoot the whole first 15 minutes, a yeah. whole new scene yeah. for that. And yeah, so and he's lucky that we we were able to do it. Right. And for people that don't realize it, like 15 minutes is probably like 15 hours of filming. Oh, yeah. I tell people that all the time and they're like, they're like, well, it can't be that long to, to film an hour and a half movie. I'm like, bro, you don't even know. Right. <laughs> like, You yeah. don't even know how many hours of filming and shooting yeah. goes into each and every scene. Like, no, it's not. It's not a quick, but you're lucky if you get it in the first take. Nine yeah. times out of 10, you're not going to. And even if you do get it on the first take, you still got to redo that take from a different camera angle. Right. You still got to get, you still got to do different angles and you still need a safety. So yep. it's going to happen. Yeah. Like the funny thing is, is like you can have this really, really amazing, impactful scene. It's like a, you know, uh, it's like a two minute scene edited down, but it probably took you at least, at least two to three hours to film that two minute scene. Right. Exactly. A lot. And there's sometimes where you do a death scene where it's, one take and that's it you fuck it up this is what we got because it's only a one take thing because of the money for the prosthetics for you know ruining the clothes that you're wearing like you can't just dry off the blood and be like oh we can reshoot that like that blood's gonna stain there you need to freaking right. wash it in in the you know the laundry right and see we we had one of those instances in that first scene of clown motel yeah. too because there's a scene where i jerk my own heart out and so it, it and the bad thing about it was is it was kind of it was starting to get kind of chilly because it was hot during the day but cold at night because we're out in the desert mm -hmm. and as we're doing it and they're pouring the damn blood on me it's solidifying and mm -hmm. turning into like this gooey gel mm -hmm. and it's like and they're like oh we want the blood dripping but by the time they were getting ready to set up it was like solidifying and turning into like this like jello strings yeah and, and it, it's a pain in the ass. Like, there's a lot that goes into it that people don't realize. Yeah, it really is. And everybody thinks, oh, it's so much fun to be, in, to be an actor and everything. And it is fun to be an actor. But it's not like, you know, getting your friends, getting a cheap camcorder and say in action. Like, you, like, when you're doing this for a living, when you're doing an actual film, like, it's not just get a bunch of inexperienced people and say action. It's like, you have to memorize your lines. And not only that, you got to know how your character is and who your character is and get into that role, that mindset, and act like they're doing it. And you have to actually act the dialogue. When it's a question, you got to act like you're asking a question. When it's an exclamation point, you got to act surprised and shocked. And right. like you got to get everything down on cue and on top of that make it seem like you're acting natural not like you're you know you're you're reading off a teleprompter or like you're memorizing a bunch of lines and just splitting it out while you're talking right right and i and i i told people that like there's quite a few you know first timers out there and they would come up to me and be like well this is your first movie but you but you don't act like it's your first movie it's like well no because I'm a performer. I've yeah. performed for many, many years, whether it's in a band or doing, because I also did comedy bits on stage yeah. far before I ever went into acting. You have to act natural. Yes. You can't act. You can't be rigid. You've got to be loose. You've got to act like those cameras aren't even there. Yeah. I said, when you, when you do your lines, when you're doing it, I said, you need to interact with them like it's real life. Like you are that person that you are. 
and you have to go through the motions like you would in real life. Yep. If you Absolutely. can keep that in your head and not get scared and not and not get blown out on on it, you'll do fine. But if you start freaking out about the cameras being there, other people watching you, you have to phase all of that out. You cannot yeah. pay attention. See, that never bothered me. A lot of people get scared of the cameras and everything, but that never bothered me. What really bothered me was if I were to do like theater, and I'd never done theater because of that reason, where there's a bunch of people there. And if I fuck up, it's like, I can't do take two. It's done. Right. right. That's what I tell people. I'm like, you know, performing on stage and being in a band and stuff, it's way harder. Because yeah. like you don't get other takes, like you get right. one shot. Right. <laughs> this is your and only you shot. Say, oh shit, and and continue, and like they'll know you messed up. Then you mess up, you're like, continue. You gotta the show goes on. You gotta right. work around, and then the other people have to work around your mess up. Right, and that's that's what I explain to people. I'm like, the movies ain't shit for me. <laughs> like the right. being on stage and and playing music mm-hmm. was for me was way harder way yeah. more difficult yeah like like yeah. doing doing movies was a fucking breeze compared yeah. to being in the music industry right so if you could give advice to somebody breaking into the industry uh, what would it be don't get wrapped up in the drama stay do treat treat it like it is a job yes it's fun yes you're gonna have a good time do not get wrapped up in the drama because there's a lot of backstabbing, a lot of dark shit. It, it's it's one of the most cutthroat, if not the most cutthroat industry that you can get in. Do not, do not have soft skin. People are going to call you names. They're going to spread lies about you. They're going to talk shit about you because they want you to quit. Every person that you're on there with, most people view you as an enemy they view you as competition because they want the better roles they want the bigger roles they want the more money unfortunately this is how it goes now you'll find people that are cool as shit they're laid back they're just there to act and do their role and go home that's what you need to do go there do your job do it right and stay out of the bullshit Leave the ego at the door and do what's exactly. best for the project. Exactly. Not it, the project, not about Scotty McCoy, not about, you know, Dustin Peterson. It's about the project. Right. Be, be an artist. Be yeah. an artist. Yeah. Go in there. Do what you were hired to do. Mm-hmm. Keep your head down. Yeah. Do it to the best of your ability. And then leave. And yeah. you know what? When somebody watches that movie, eventually you're going to get other calls. Like, yeah. man, you, you did great on this film. You know, we want you for our film. But do the same thing. Don't get tied up in the drama. Don't get tied up in the bullshit. Don't mm-hmm. listen to people's, you know, bullshit. Oh, he said this, she said that shit. Stay as far away from it. Just do you. Mm-hmm. Do your job and go home. Absolutely. Best advice you could possibly give, to be honest with you. So you have a side gig as a clown named Scoops. So tell us a bit about this character. So I actually am partially retired from Scoops. Um, Scoops I created back in 2017. Um, Scoops was initially was just kind of a, I mean, yes, he was creepy. Yes, he was scary. But he wasn't really meant to. A lot of people confused me as a haunt clown. I was never a haunt clown. I was never a haunt actor 
did I get brought out to haunts? Sure. There was haunts that would have me come out because I was a personality. They would have me come out. But Scoops initially was kind of dark comedy, more kind of like Chucky, Freddy Krueger. You know, I was a smart ass. I was mean. I, you know, I would talk shit. You know, if you were there with your girlfriend, I'd probably come hit on your girlfriend. It was entertainment. That's literally all it was, was just sheerly entertainment. But I hosted heavy metal, hard rock shows and R&B and hip hop shows. Mm -hmm. That's actually where Scoop started. Then it got into the haunts. I started doing the haunts. Eventually it led into, I started doing podcasts as the character, which kind of led, it was a cool thing because like artists and bands, like I wasn't sitting there asking them, your run-of-the-mill questions, I was asking them, like, really fucked up shit. Like, (laughs) if you had a vagina for 24 hours, what would you do with it? Or, (laughs) you know, just really fucked up off-the-wall questions. Like, you know, does pineapple go on pizza? Like, I didn't ask the normal questions. I asked them more fun shit, you know? And then, like, questions that was more to them as a person, not necessarily them as a band or them as an actor, which kind of gave a whole different clue to it. And that just kind of went from there. And he, I mean, I'm still going to do him, just not as a major professional level because I've got so much other stuff that I've got going on. So he's going to kind of have to take a back burner. Um, But he was my primary, you know, job for, years and years and years and years until just recently nice and speaking of the other projects you have in the works the last question i do got for you is can you promote them tell us what projects you got any social media accounts websites you want to plug any of that stuff sure so right now there is hellfire entertainment media group and hellfire tv Um, eventually we will have more podcasts we are going to start bringing on indie filmmakers Um, we're going to have an actual streaming, we're going to have a free streaming website coming out soon. I've been working on it, but it's basically going to highlight nothing but indie directors and indie artists. That's it. Nothing big name. It's got to be indie and we're going to put their stuff out there for free for everybody to see. So that's kind of one of the big things that I've been slowly working on. But as anybody knows, building a website and building yeah. that kind of a platform that's, takes a lot of time. That's what I do for a living. I'm a senior web developer for the U.S. Coast Guard. That's okay. okay. Well, I'm, I'm actually a, a graphic designer and a web, a web developer myself. So right. it, it takes a lot of time. And yeah. plus, I have a full-time job. Um, I work in, in the real estate business. So... Right. I, you know, do my full-time job and I'll, do this on the side as well. Yes. I'll throw out Gravestone Films. Look at our, our, look at our stuff. We're an indie film company and we have a, we have a fan film out Friday the 13th and Before Dusk. But we also have out an original Samhain, Samhain if some people call it, but uh, that's our first feature. And then we have 72 coming out this year. Just wait. <laughs> um, I do have some animated stuff coming out. Um, I am starting to get more into a lot of voice acting. So there will be, I've got some, a lot of animated stuff that's going to be coming out that I'm working on out right now. Um, nothing really pressing. Um, I am getting back into music. My band from eight years ago has got back together. So go look up <laughs> Kangaroo Cage Match on Facebook. Um, we'll be coming back out. Um, Scoops. 
won't be gone forever. He will eventually be back. Um, I actually have another character, Crowley Von Doom, that will be coming out with some more stuff. So just kind of be on the lookout. Those will be more on TikTok and YouTube. Um, I'm kind of getting off of Facebook. I hate Facebook. Facebook is po- is completely pointless anymore. Yeah. Um, so pretty much all of my stuff will either be on YouTube or TikTok. Nice. Sounds like a plan. And if you want to do another interview as scoops in the future, just give me a holler and I'll have you on. Yeah. It would be more than honored to have you on and we could do an in-character interview. That'd be super fun. Sure. Sure. We can do that. Well, I thank you so much for your time, Dustin. No problem. No problem at all. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. You have a great rest of your night. You too, man. Bye.